This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. But first, let's focus on our top story. Now, as, as if you heard, many of you heard last week, Nanaimo became the latest uh, Canadian city to ban natural gas uh, in new construction. What it means for Nanaimo is that natural gas won't be allowed as a primary, a primary heating source in homes uh, and new buildings. Now, that motion passed in a 5-4 to four vote after what can be best described as a contentious debate. Now, the city essentially accelerates its adoption of BC's zero-carbon step code to 2024. That's six years ahead of the province's 2030 timeline. Now, Nanaimo Mayor Leonard Krog, who didn't support the motion, joined us on Friday to discuss the vote. Take a listen. I'm not going to be cute about this. Once the decision of council is made, I'm the spokesperson for council, but I was one of the four who voted against the acceleration. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's important for North Americans, if you will, Canadians in particular, because we are probably, if not the highest, close to the highest per capita users of energy and consumption of everything in the world uh, because of the nature of our climate and our geography. Um, Having said that, uh, there there are limits on leadership. I was certainly satisfied with what the province had decided was reasonable. That was Nanaimo Mayor Leonard Krogh, and as he said, look, he didn't support the acceleration, but uh, the council decided to move forward, and he uh, does represent the city, so they are moving forward. Now, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, the banning of natural gas for heating is Jason Wolf. He's the Director of Energy Solutions for Fortis, BC. Uh, Mr. Wolf, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Good to be here. Uh, First and foremost, your reaction uh, to uh, Nanaimo's vote last week uh, and the direction that they're taking? Well, certainly we're disappointed. Uh, We're both a gas and electricity provider, and this decision will cut off the ability for Nanaimoites, uh, uh, residents and businesses of Nanaimo, to access low-carbon energy such as renewable gas, hydrogen in the future. But it also has an impact on affordability, and that's concerning right now. Mm-hmm. Do you worry that this is the tipping point and because other uh, uh, municipalities and districts have looked at this? Uh, Saanich, Victoria, I know a variety of um, communities in Metro Vancouver, and including the region itself, the Metro Vancouver Board has looked at this as well. Do you worry that this is a tipping point? Well, well, certainly we are worried. As I said, you know, we're bringing on low-carbon solutions. We're, we're committed to meeting the province's targets in 2030. And we really feel that consumers should have the ability to make that choice for themselves and have options. And that by using both the gas and electric systems, that's a better way to get there than to just pick one of those systems. Mm-hmm. Now, can you walk the audience through and myself through the, what renewable what you need what you mean by renewable gas? Because some of many of many people have said, look, they don't buy what Fortis is saying. Walk me through what this is. Sure, it's pretty new and it's pretty innovative, actually. Renewable natural gas comes from wastewater treatment facilities, farm waste, green curbside waste like in Surrey landfills. And all those, uh, all those facilities emit methane already through the decomposition of matter. So it happens naturally. What we do is we actually capture all that, put it in our pipes, deliver it to customers, and that displaces conventional natural gas. And it actually has emissions about one-tenth of that of electricity. So when you move this gas 
it you move it with traditional natural gas, do you not? Yes, absolutely, because it, makes, uh, it would be very difficult to have a separate pipe from every renewable gas facility to each home. Um, it mixes with our existing gas, and it displaces that conventional natural gas that would have been there. Uh, but what do you say to the argument? Someone said, look, the very fact that you have to do this, and I understand for practical reasons, for economic reasons that you have to do this, that that people don't buy the 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 name or the argument that this is renewable natural gas. Well, it certainly is renewable. It's been certified. We monitor. The province has uh, also agrees with us as they provided legislation for us to bring on renewable natural gas. And it's actually the same way the electric system works. When we bring on power, we bring it from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't guarantee what electron you're going to get from what source. Um, but overall, you know, we acknowledge in BC that our uh, electric system is about 97% clean. So this is the same process we're using on the gas side where it doesn't make sense to build a whole new system. Mm-hmm. But over time, we'll bring on this renewable gas and it'll displace all that conventional gas. Mm-hmm. What do you say to the argument? At the end of the day, it, the conventional natural gas still does need to come down to zero. It is a fossil fuel. Yes, it burns cleaner than coal. All of those things. Others have called it a transitional uh, fuel source, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, that we do have to get to a point, and if we are going to make the true transition, one could argue, well, that's in 10 years or 75 years, whatever it may be. But we do have to get away from traditional natural gas, inevitably. Well, we have to we have to meet the the emission targets we have and the, the 2030 targets, 2050 targets that the province and the the federal government has, and many municipalities, and we're on track to meet those at Florida's BC. Um, but we also have to be mindful of the cost and how that works, and and to select only one energy provider, electricity instead of both electricity and gas, mm-hmm. will only mean higher costs. We're, we'll get there faster using both. Mm-hmm. And just to confirm here. Uh, you're hoping to supply all new residential customers with 100% renewable gas by 2030. Uh, and the goal mm-hmm. is to move the entire system to renewable natural gas by 2050. I mean, how much of a challenge is that for your system, for your company, and just getting to that, even that target? Well, actually, the when you say 100% new, uh, renewable gas for all new customers, we have an application in front of the Utilities Commission right now. If approved... Customers, new customers would start getting 100% renewable gas by late next year, so 2024. 2024, okay. 2024. Uh, so we are actually ahead of, of the target on new construction as well, um, and, and we can already meet that. We know we have enough renewable gas to do that. Now, this is Nanaimo, uh, one of the major cities here in British Columbia, but, you know, 55% of the population lives in Metro Vancouver. Uh, mm-hmm. And certainly the Metro Vancouver board has also talked about moving in this direction. Um, uh, Malcolm Brody he was on this show not too long ago talking about making that transition in a much faster way. Uh, do you see something like this occurring for the Metro Vancouver region relatively quickly in your mind? Do you think it's coming here as well? Uh, it, it certainly might be. You know, we're hopeful that uh, Metro Van sees renewable gas as a solution. In fact, there is a renewable gas facility that Metro Van owns, the Iona Waste uh, Treatment Facility. And that shows that, you know, it is a solution. We are bringing it on, and we think it can be a solution for all of uh, Metro Van as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rather than excluding the, the gas system right now, we would encourage municipalities to work with us, support renewable gas, renewable natural gas, so that we can get that into the system and make it easier on consumers because they don't have to change out equipment to do renewable natural gas. They can keep the same equipment 
we can serve restaurants, buildings, you know, uh, manufacturing facilities, all with renewable gas without having to change out equipment. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wool, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the time very much, Jeff. Thanks a lot.